Hello, I'm Laurel, and welcome to my brand new podcast, That Fangirl Life. This is the podcast where each week I'll be chatting to a guest about fangirl life, as well as answering some of your questions. For the first episode, this week we're talking about One Direction and their educational influences with Shah Rowling. Welcome to that Fangirl Life, uh, Insight into Fangirl Life podcast. This is episode one. I hope you're all excited as I am. Today's guest is um, Shah. Um, hello, Shah. Hi, everybody. Um, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself a little bit to the listeners. I am Shah. I'm 23. Um, I graduated with a fashion degree last year. So I'm just doing like my first year of graduate life and now I work in social media my job titles are like assistant content producer and editorial assistant so it's a lot of kind of like writing essentially my job is making Instagram stories is like the bulk of what I do but I love it and that kind of comes into how me and Laurel met as well because I feel like literally my obsession with Instagram has got me my job and also loads of One Direction friends which is just the best. (laughs) I was trying to think the other day when I contacted you about coming on about when we initially well not met online mm. and I believe it was one of my old housemates yes messaged you about my tattoo yeah. my one direction tattoo yeah because I'd never really met anybody else online like that does social media like influence I hate that word <laughs> content creating I prefer than influencer yeah. that likes one direction that much like I feel like it's very pushed to the side in the UK as such compared to America where being fangirl is a bit more embraced definitely I was the same like I didn't really know that many people in real life like I had a couple of friends from school that liked One Direction but I never had like the big group of friends that you see like on TikTok or like I don't know they go to concerts together I never really had that and then yeah I think I tweeted saying I wanted to get a One Direction tattoo and your housemate had um, sent me your profile so that must have been it would have been oh maybe like a year and a half ago maybe more actually I two and a half years that's maybe? crazy I didn't think it had been that long but yeah time flies yeah hmm. time, time flies when you're stuck inside your Literally. house <laughs> so what I do want to first of all is talk about is what was your first introduction to One Direction because I often get asked this quite a lot when I do Q&A yeah. about what's the first song I heard like what was the first time that I saw them like not in real life like ever ever yeah. as well um so what was yours so mine I can't remember I almost feel like I do remember but part of it's like have I just watched the audition so many times that I think I remember watching them um but it was definitely I watched them on X Factor and that was how I like got into them like me, my mum and my sister would always watch X Factor every year. And so 2010, I would have been 12. Yeah, but no, when I think about me being 12 when it when they like started, I definitely felt older than that. But yeah, I just remember watching them on X Factor every week, um, begging my mum to let me like ring in and vote for them because I don't know, it was one of those things where it was, she was like, oh, it's expensive to ring and vote. And I was like, you don't understand, like I need to vote for them. <laughs> yeah when I think I'm like I was literally I when you said your age earlier I was like so basically I was the same age as you a year younger so I was 22 I just turned 22 the day after One Direction were formed oh wow oh my god you're so imagine so, it was the day of their birthday was your birthday I know it was like a birthday each present <laughs> yeah so yeah I literally followed since the start and still here 
10 years later. One of the questions that someone asked relating on to them being on the X Factor when they first got put together, mm-hmm. um, how did One Direction, do you personally think, affect fandom, fan culture, that kind of thing? Kicked. I didn't have Twitter when they first were around. I think I got Twitter in like 2012. But I know from watching like This Is Us, the fandom as a whole is so based on the internet. And I feel like... Yeah that's kind of how they got so successful was because it was such a global thing I feel like they came around at like a really unique time like it was just as social media kind of and I think like bands before like McFly or Busted I don't know they probably didn't really have the same kind of platform in that way all the live streams and like I don't know I feel like their personalities really like came through and I think the way they use social media as well was really unique that's what kind of made them skyrocket and I always just think about like with the Brit Awards that we would always win fan voted ones because I just feel like we're such a strong fandom because of social media like they've impacted it in that way because people just literally are friends with each other like all over the world like I would never have met you like without social media in one direction bringing us together like I think they just create such a community which is just so wholesome I love it (laughs) (laughs) see I'm a bit older older than what you are (laughs) so obviously one of my first like bands that I was like a fan of like a fango of would be Boyzone and Westlife and back Mm. then when I was when I was at a secondary school social media did not exist at all there is like not there is hardly any dodgy pictures of me (laughs) as a teen on the internet yeah which is great very lucky whereas now you have all these update accounts that can tell you exactly where they are and what they've been doing like 20 minutes ago whereas I would have no no clue when I was like 14 where Kian Egan was on a daily basis and I'd just be thinking how any like 12 year old girl probably would oh he's in his room writing songs yeah. and stuff like what you think a pop star would be doing back then literally but n- nowadays you realize that there are a lot more I don't know obviously it's because I'm older as well that they are just normal people and I feel like social yeah. media media helps that as well for you to distinguish that actually they are normal people but you can still be a fan of them Yeah, it's so weird, like, they are normal, but equally, whenever I've seen them, like, in the flesh, I mean, I've not, I only met them once, like, close up, the other times have just been, like, in concert, so, I mean, I didn't really see them, but you're aware they're, like, real, but then, I don't know, it's so surreal, even when you see them, but I do think social media, like, especially the early years, like, the amount that they would tweet and do, like, follow sprees, and, like, even now, to be fair, Liam is, like, always on TikTok, so I just feel like it makes it, like, a closer community which is really nice I think it's weird as well how how each of them use social media so differently yeah like so differently like you've got one hand like Zane and Harry that hardly use it at all yeah Lily dips in now and again and then you've got now and me I'm like you know what they're doing on a daily basis <laughs> yeah literally from how much they upload and stuff like it's it makes with Harry and Zane not using social media as much it makes them more mysterious like I always want to know like what they're up to like what are they doing yeah I think in the earlier days I don't know it's more relatable isn't it like Harry just literally tweeted like the most random stuff and you would just feel like he's literally like any other person like our age Mm. and then now that he doesn't it's like such a big deal when he tweets it creates that like hype and like hysteria because he's so like mysterious you know I do feel a bit more distant with him compared to the others because you don't get that like regular interaction I've heard a lot of people saying this in this last in the last week yeah in regards to 
that they feel undervalued as fans mm. because he doesn't. And I feel like it's it's a touchy like it's a touchy subject because it's, it's about setting boundaries. It's about setting boundaries as well as yourself. Like mm. I don't know, obviously, because you're on social media all day as part of your job. Yeah, I'm. I am as well. I know sometimes the last thing I want to do is be sitting on my phone even more if yeah. I haven't. And where he's so like artistic, that's him like creating art. He probably like he probably thinks is it is going to sound like it's criticizing myself as <laughs> vapid. Yeah, like, a lot of it can be seen as quite vapid. Mm. It's it's like that like hard balance. But then, like ten years ago, like social media was only a thing then. So mm. no, it doesn't. It's not the same connection as like One Direction. And I think it is just because they were so like accessible, and now he feels a bit like far away, which is sad. In regards to obviously you said about like when he goes on tweets and stuff or Instagram and I also see it on a lot of um the family members posts when they um tweet about because one of the questions that I've had in I actually had it three times this question (laughs) oh I I think you know what I might be leading up to ask I see it a lot of the time on on other family members of One Direction their family members getting asked about their opinions on Larry if Larry's real now sorry I don't I have sound ve- so negative I, about that no I have very mixed views on it like okay. I feel like they've had they've had a bromance not mm. a romance a okay. romance that they're very young like I've grown up with like guy friends mm. that have got that kind of relationship like locker room relationship and I feel like that's what it was yeah it's and obviously so you get older you drift you drift apart and I don't think it's help. it helps on every single thing especially with Phoebe and Daisy mm. that's Lu- that's Louis' sisters for people who aren't massive <laughs> fangirls of One Direction um where they're so young and they get asked about it all the time and they respond to it yeah and I'm like this isn't this isn't you're fueling a fire that doesn't need to be fueled anymore yeah oh, I feel I don't know it's such a divisive thing I feel like like this is the one part of one direction where people have really strong opinions about it i personally i see the tiktoks where it's like them looking into each other's eyes or like i don't know some of the conspiracies are like so far i I will admit i have gone down a youtube Mm. larry conspiracy hole before and i've come away and i've gone into my housemates like it's real yeah watch this video and you'll think it's real and then i and then i come away after and i'm like no, it's no. not real. They're just t- they're just two young teenage boys that get on like because if it was two girls, you wouldn't say that they were no like a couple. I just like a romantic couple. I think like I have never really like talked about it online, and I've never even really brought it up with like One Direction friends because to me it's like you can see how much it affects Louis probably more than Harry just because Louis's been in a long term relationship, and I think it is like difficult for him and Eleanor to kind of like have to constantly like be reminded of it um yeah. like I almost would rather just not speculate because I just think whether it did or didn't happen I don't think either of them really want to talk about it so for that reason like I just I don't know I just think when they've made it so clear that they don't want to talk about it I do find it a bit like like no wonder Louis maybe doesn't go on Twitter as much as he used to if the short answer is I just think it's kind of no one else's business is where I stand on it yeah. like whether it happened or not I think that's between them and the fact that they don't want to talk about it I feel like that just should draw a line under it maybe my favorite question to ask people is what is your favorite x-factor performance oh 
Oh my god, right, this is hard. I really Mine like... is, but... Oh, you go. Mine is the one that we're... Oh, now I've forgotten what song it is. <laughs> but I can just see... I can see Niall's face. Oh my god, the fa- Viva La Vida. Yes. Where he's, like, smirking a bit. Where they're all... Yeah, and they're all doing the, like, fist-bumping oh, dance. That, I think that was their Because it's one. so bad. It's Harry's it's shoulder. It's so bad. It's awful. Yeah. But maybe the rest of them, not so much. I can't imagine Louis no. being into dancing. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't feel like I can remember every single performance, which makes me a terrible fan, I'm sure. Just think, imagine if they were made to dance even oh, more. Oh, my God. I mean, to be fair, Liam is actually pretty good at dancing, like... Since he's gone solo, I feel like he's incorporated some dance into his like performances and he's actually all right. But the one that sticks in my mind is um, Kids in America. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I think that was the name of it. But it was very like, it almost kind of reminds me of the style of like some of the Up All Night songs. Um, yes. And I feel like X Factor is kind of like where they're finding like their niche. So that one sticks in my mind I think that was my favorite and I feel like they were all wearing like red chinos or something or maybe I am just thinking of up all night now but in my mind it's like that was the start of like the first era I definitely think there was a red white and blue like yeah clothes palette scene something like I that feel like. and it feels very like 2011 Louis Tomlinson I don't know if we've really clarified this but who was your favourite to begin with and who is your favourite now if it has changed? Oh, such a complicated question. Um, <laughs> so I feel like in a band context, Louis has always been my favourite. I yeah. just feel like he's the funniest. Like he brings just good energy, good vibes. In interviews, I would always just be interested in what Louis said because I just found him like funny and just like yeah. Harry's maybe more serious, Zane's a bit mysterious and Louis was just like the funny one. Yeah, and then kind of when they went solo... I find it really hard. I think it probably is Harry because because I did a fashion degree and kind of the way that he's gone now, I guess it's more in line with like my interests anyway. So mm-hmm. naturally it's kind of moved towards him. But I don't know, I still have a very special place in my heart for Louis. Like I almost feel like I'm betraying him by saying he's not my favourite anymore. It's fine. It's like picking your favourite child. You just can't do it. So I always remember um, my stepsister she's younger than me mm. um and that's how I was kind of introduced to One Direction mm. um because she was she was like obsessed with them I wasn't allowed to like she's gonna kill me if any of her friends <laughs> listen to this oh. I wasn't allowed to like Harry Styles oh god when they were in One Direction because she liked him I see. and she was hers I can so understand I that okay I'm gonna have to like Libby then yeah and at the time I was like well he's all right but he's not really my type like yeah he's not my type and then as she got older she like obviously her music taste has changed Mm. she doesn't really like them anymore and now I'm like a full-blown like Harry like fangirl in like every sense of the word but I would say that I am now more a Harry and Niall girl Mm. than I am like Louis, like third. Yeah, for me I, now. I see you as a Nile girl. I don't know why. Yeah, I just feel I, like I don't know if it's like, especially the second album. I just kind that's like what I imagine your music taste as a whole to like be like. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, Nile is my boy. Nile <laughs> is who I've always said that if I had to marry any of them, it would, it would be actually Niall. be him. It wouldn't be Harry as much as people always are shocked by that answer. It would not be him. Right, can I ask you a question? Sorry to just roll reverse here. Yeah, Um, no, that's fine. I also feel a bit like that. Like, people are always surprised, like, I wouldn't marry Harry. 
because I like one I just know way too much about him I'm too much of a fan it would just be weird but also I just feel like I don't see him in that way like I feel like proud of him not in a romantic way and I just wondered if you like there's so many TikToks and videos where I look at him and I'm like you are literally the most attractive man on earth but it's almost like deeper than a romantic thing and I just wondered if you got that with any of them or if you could like see yourself marrying them so I could see myself marrying Niall I don't know why I feel like we just have very similar family values mm. I know it sounds weird <laughs> it, it sounds it sounds weird I've never met him I've never spoken but to him we, ever in my we life. know you're aligned but with the Harry thing I just don't think I could take the pressure it's just like yeah, it's a very weird like if like, don't get me wrong, he is probably the most attractive man ever in the world and it is scientifically proven. <laughs> but I just feel like, well, it's like whoever he's seen out with, like, they get put under a microscope, yeah. like, what are they wearing, who are they with? And then it goes back to the Larry oh. thing and then I'm like, oh, like, I wouldn't be able to, like, cope no. with it. But then at the end of the day, in my head, I'd be like, well, I'm the one going home and having sex Well, this again, is the so. thing. I say all of this, <laughs> but then if I was face-to-face with Harry Styles and he said to me, right, do you want to go for a drink? I'm obviously not going to say no. So I think, I don't know. In my head, I know it would never happen because I know way too much about him and it would just be the weirdest dynamic. Yeah. But in a dream world, I yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm in love with him already, so 100% I could marry him. What was your first time seeing One Direction live? Yeah. So the first time I saw them was Take Me Home tour um, at the O2 in London. And mm-hmm. I was literally right at the top, like probably the worst seats possible. And I kind of dragged like three of my friends along with me who didn't really like One Direction. So it was good for them to come, actually, because it's a pretty yeah. big, like... I don't know I think maybe partly they secretly wanted to come but they yeah they said it was for my benefit I I've come to the realization and I think you do as you get older that going to concerts by yourself should not be a bad thing and I'm gonna put this out there for everybody because not all of your friends are gonna have the same type taste of music that you do and if you want to go see them and you've saved up your hard-earned cash Mm -hmm. to go pay for tickets and go see them like one of my friends she doesn't mind Harry She's come. She came with me his last tour to mm. see him. However, this time she didn't want to pay nearly a hundred pounds no. for the floor seats, and that's floor seats, not standing. I know because there was a. I feel like there was only about twenty tickets for standing. Well, so I was just like, do you know what? I'm going to go by myself. I've saved this money up. I'm going to go by yeah. myself. Can you remember exactly where you were when you found out Zane Zane was leaving the band? Oh, because gosh. I don't. I know exactly where I was and what I did. I know exactly because... where. It was the most horrendous. Well, no, let's not be overdramatic, but it was a pretty bad day. <laughs> um, so I was. This is so like. I almost want to hear yours because mine's really boring. Can you tell me yours? Okay, so obviously I was at work. This was my first full time proper job mm-hmm. since I'd left uni. Uni, yeah. and. My on my desk, I used to have a little Harry Styles sticker, of course. and I used to have a One Direction. I used to have a One Direction mug <laughs> as well. And someone, someone else in the office, emailed me a link, and all it's all the subject. The only subject title of it was "Uh oh." Oh God! And I was like, "Oh!" I was like, "What? What's this?" And I clicked on it, and it, and it took me through to like I think it was like maybe the Sun or the Daily Mail, oh. one of those. Took me through, and it was like 
Zanquits one day no, and I was like no and I literally I literally like stood up out of the chair and I was like no like across the office and everyone had thought that like I'd got a text message saying one of my family members oh had died God. or something and then I just remember getting the cup and scratching his face oh out because I was just like I was like well if that's it you can get taken straight off this oh mug okay so where where, where so were you? So mine was I was in I want to say like year 12 so sixth form age um, and yep. I was downstairs printing out my history coursework which is just as thrilling as it sounds um, and my sister came down and she was like you've not seen have you and I was like what and she was like go on Facebook and honestly I thought it was a joke at first one because it was via Facebook and also two I was just like there's just no way that that like they were in the middle of a tour and I was just like that surely is not I just could not get my head around it and just the way it was worded like I actually (laughs) why do I have goosebumps talking about this but it was such like (laughs) a major like point in my life I feel like weirdly and I had a couple of like um friends at sick form that like one direction um and I just remember us literally messaging on the group chat being like how like just in complete shock like just couldn't believe it and then the next day like when we went into college it was one of those things I felt like a celebrity because literally everyone was coming up to me and like asking like I don't know everyone wants to like rub it in your face a bit and I was like guys I don't want to talk about it it's too like emotional (laughs) But yeah, we literally all wore black the next day in mourning of the fact that Zane had left. I think I remember like going home from work and my and my mum being like, "Oh, you okay? Did you have a good day at work?" And I was literally just like, "Do you Don't not talk, talk to, to me. me?" And I think I just went, I think I just went up to my room and I was just like, "This is the worst literally, day I ever." Just, oh, it's but, awful. because I, I think I was just like, "That's it. They're gonna like after this tour, that's I know. It. there's gonna be no mm. more." Looking back at your final year project at uni, Mm -hmm. why did you decide to involve Harry Styles in it? Okay, long story incoming. Um, Basically, so I did um, fashion communication and promotion was my degree. So it was like a mixture of like marketing, PR, styling, like social media. Um, It was like a lot of different aspects of fashion promotion, like in one degree. Um, and I did a placement year where I did like a few different internships around London um, and worked in like different industries so I did like PR I assisted like a stylist on a few shoots and then the longest placement I had was at a company called Birchbox which is like beauty subscription box for Mm -hmm. those that don't know and there I did like social and content which was amazing highly recommend interning in like that kind of environment because it was just great um and then coming back to uni it was always like emphasized that your final year stuff like it's kind of a culmination of like everything you've learned in first and second year and like things from your placement year it should come together and it should be like basically what you kind of want to go into when you graduate like this is the work you'll be taking with you like for interviews and stuff so it was Mm -hmm. like really hyped up that it needed to be like so in line with like what you're passionate about and like what you see yourself doing but I couldn't really kind of get a good idea in that sense and then someone I can't remember who it was we were just having like a brainstorming thing where we were all trying to come up with ideas and someone just said to me like why don't you just do like Harry Styles like something to do with Harry Styles 
and at this point like I was very much like he wasn't my fave like I was very much they were all equal in my eyes but because obviously I did a fashion degree I feel like he is the most applicable kind of like one to use well yeah wasn't it it was like yesterday was the five year anniversary of the infamous AMA yeah yeah the infamous AMA so and I feel like that's when it kind of his style started changing as a little to yeah I definitely how he is now had leaned towards him a bit more I'd say like just because of the fashion kind of angle so yeah I basically just thought I'm going to be working on this for literally like four months now every single day like I want it to be something that I'm really passionate about surprisingly my lecturers were very supportive of it I thought they were well when I originally mentioned doing something to do with One Direction they were a bit like "Mm, do you want to go to an interview and talk about One Direction and I was like uh yeah but I think they were like no maybe refine it slightly so yeah ended up with like wanting to involve Harry somehow and it was just the best decision I feel like what would you say made was the most interesting thing you found out about doing it from Clayton all your like research before you started and what were you like oh my god why am I even bothering doing this you were like why have I picked this um I feel like I should maybe give a bit of context actually because I didn't really explain what I actually did for the project yeah um I'll backtrack a bit so I'd already done my dissertation had it yeah I'd done my dissertation um so this like final Mm -hmm. major project was basically like a creative project where you'd like do a photo shoot you would do like a marketing campaign like essentially like I said you'd find what you want to do after you graduate and do a project around that so I knew I really wanted to do something in social media so my like concept for this was I mean that's kind of how One Direction came into it because they have such a presence on social media that I knew it would kind of work so the project Mm -hmm. was basically a 12 look like men's and women's wear Gucci collection that was like sort of designed as if Harry had designed it himself because obviously he's done stuff with Gucci in the past but it's always just been him kind of like wearing like existing collections or like have custom stuff whereas I wanted this to be like something that was if as if he'd like come up with the sketches and like taken inspiration from his tour outfits and like I wanted it to be kind of like his vision so yeah it was going to be I kind of did like research about Gucci before starting um and a lot of um like fashion literature kind of suggested that luxury brands find it really hard to get like a loyal customer base like I feel like they'll have like people come in and purchase a bag or like a belt every now and then but they don't have like a strong like loyal customer base so the idea of this campaign was basically because Harry has such a loyal customer base I wanted to kind of combine that with Gucci and I feel like fans would literally like if he did this kind of thing like would latch onto it so quickly and it was going to be like at a reduced well, price point so that it was actually accessible for his fans. This was proven towards the end of last year with the T-shirt that he brought out yeah. with Gucci and how quickly that sold out. And in my head, when I saw that design, I was like, <laughs> are you joking me? Like, you're all paying. Okay, like, I've, I won't lie. I won't disclose mm. how much money I spend on merch. But I would not have spent, I swear it was like between 60 to 80 yeah, pounds. Yeah, quite shirt, a lot. If I remember rightly, for that design, no. I was like, no, no. Yeah. Like, I would rather print it myself. <laughs> like, Yeah. Just because it's uh, it's got a 
Gucci stamped in the mm. back of it, really, which is which is bad in a way, but that just it shows how your um research actually translates over into like, well, yeah, that like true. before kind of like presenting the idea we had to do this like feasibility report where we would have to like basically prove to the lecturers that like if this was real life like this could actually be a feasible like project so I spoke to a lot of fans like in the beginning of this and spoke to them about like how much they'd spend on like tour like so many fans literally go around the world like following tours so I knew it was like people were willing to spend money on stuff to do with Harry but I feel like Gucci kind of normal price is still a bit of a jump like it's still not very accessible Mm -hmm. so it was done at like a lower price point because it was going to be raising money for Time's Up which Harry's done quite a lot with and Gucci have quite a few kind of like charitable parts of the brand I'm still obsessed with it like I still just want it to become a real thing but yeah sorry going back to your original question I've really gone off on a tangent um yeah no it's fine but I don't feel like there was anything where I thought like I regretted doing it I think I was just really glad that I'd chosen Harry because I remember in the beginnings of it, I was really like doubting it. And I was like, am I going to be taken seriously if I go to a job interview with a project about Harry Styles? Like, am I just being a bit stupid about this? But then like as time went on and I saw kind of how like my friends on my course and stuff like maybe didn't enjoy their project as much. Like I just became really grateful that I had like gone ahead with it because I genuinely, it's like my dream job essentially and I feel like I was just doing that for like four months and it was just the best so I'm glad that I went with my gut I think yeah um when you were saying about oh because your lecturer is saying about going to speak in interviews about one direction and also being made like would I be made fun of in regards to obviously doing something in Harry Styles I had I had quite a few people ask as well and they were kind of asking, they were asking for mm. both of us, do you feel that you're often made fun of, etc. Um nowadays for liking One Direction and Harry Styles? Because I think that this year there has been a very big change in the way that lots more people are now more willingly open the fact that they do like One Direction and Harry Styles. Because I've had people message me saying, oh, I've listened to Harry's new album and I actually really like it. And you were right all along. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, some of One Direction songs <laughs> are questionable, but some of them are I, great. Uh, this is another controversial thing, is like are One Direction like are One Direction fans better than like solo Harry Stans because they they've like been there from the start. Like I almost feel I don't know, like doesn't annoy me, but like in a sense that people love to love Harry Styles now and it makes me slightly annoyed because it's like I was made fun of for liking them in the first part like of their career and it was always a bit of a like I was never like secretive about it like I always was quite open about it but it was definitely like a lame like thing like it wasn't like people yeah made fun not in a horrible way but people would like joke about it yeah um I don't know Mm. I do I connect more with people I think that were One Direction fans before Harry's solo career because I just feel I don't know it's like it it's like a community and I think people that have started liking him since then I 100% get because it's a completely different genre like I can understand how 
you wouldn't like One Direction, but you do like Harry Styles. But I don't know. It just feels like it's, yeah. it's almost like your baby, where it's like your thing, and it's like you you're aware that so many other people are equally as invested but it just feels like your little thing that you don't want anyone else to like come and ruin for you someone has asked what is your favorite era of harry and how do you find being an adult stan now compared to when you were younger so is this favorite era of harry like whole his whole career like even one direction okay yeah so i would say peak see we could go into long hair versus short hair here as well there's like a lot of factors oh giant because i feel like when he got his long hair was when i was like i'm i've i got swayed over see i'm a short hair fan yeah Mm. but now i prefer the short hair confusing (laughs) i don't know i think when i watch um this is us i like 2013 kind of era take me home like i just love them all in that time so I'd say in terms of One Direction, I feel like 2013 was a really good year for Harry. Just impeccable vibes. And then Solo, I think, I mean, Fine Line is definitely my favourite album over self-titled. Like the Vogue shoot, for example, this to me is like literally the peak of him. I mean, I feel like it can only get better from here. But as it stands, this is like my favourite thing that I've seen him do so far, I think. I feel like this is the most yeah. comfortable he's yeah. been. Yeah, and it really, like, shows. Like, in himself. and it, Yeah, and it shows, which is mm. nicer to see than being held back before. But I am, exci- I am excited for actor Harry. Yeah. Proper actor yeah, it's Harry, really weird. Like, to see yeah. that. Because, obviously, Dun- Dunkirk was... I don't... Even though he's like, oh, everyone's like, oh, he was great in that. I was like, I'm not being horrible. He didn't have that much no. screen. Like... He had screen time, but it wasn't that much like a nitty gritty no. like role compared no. to this. Um, so yeah, that will be intriguing. In regards to that. Okay, and then the other part of that question was, how do you find life now as an adult fan um, I love it. I feel like I've got more like proud and open about being a fan as I've got older. Probably partly because now they're doing their solo careers, they're maybe taken a bit more seriously compared to when they were One Direction but also I just feel like mm-hmm. I've really like found my people like through social media and even like people like in real life now like I don't know it's just I think it is more talked about and like you said kind of like 2020 it has been like a shift in people being more open about it um, and I just love it I love that when you like walk down the street like if I see someone with like a treat people with kindness tote bag or something like People are like proud of it. Oh my and god! I love it. The other, so the other week I was in London. This before mm-hmm. this, the second lockdown, I was in London and I was standing it's at Oxford Street Station, and um, I was with mm. my friend Melissa. Um, we were waiting for one of our other friends, and um, this girl came out of the station and she was wearing. I'm assuming it's oh. one that she's knitted herself, but she was wearing the JW Anderson the cardigan. cardigan, and I literally. The, the cardigan and I was like you know when you just look at them and obviously I was like she's a yeah. Harry Styles fan because I was like it's such a niche like yeah thing that I'm because that's like, like oh, not even obvious but... merch but it's just like if you know you know okay we're gonna do a little oh, quick excited. fire okay round. I'm ready. 
Right, Favorite song. One Direction as a whole. Sorry, just to clarify. One, okay. di- one Direction, yeah. So it's One, one Direction's direction. favourite song. Four. Favourite album. Favourite music video. Mm. Um, Sorry, this is some very quick fire. Um, no, that's fine. Best song ever, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's probably my favourite <laughs> as well, that one. OT5 or OT4? So, to kind of round off the last mm-hmm. bit of this, because we've nearly, probably we've actually nearly been here for over an hour, <laughs> if you, um, how would you say being a fan of One Direction has influenced and impacted your life? Oh, I don't, oh, it's so like emotional, which sounds so ridiculous, but I feel like people listening <laughs> to this podcast will get it, like, it's so hard to convey to people that don't understand that, I, yeah, fandom is just such a... Like, it's just given me friends that I would never have had without them. And it's given me, like, experiences and things that I would have never... Like, it's crazy to just think how different my life would be if One Direction never existed. Because there are other musicians that I really enjoy and like and, like, go to their concerts. But I don't have that love for anyone other than One Direction. I feel like it just... It brings me so much happiness, like which is such a broad way of describing it but I do I do just feel like if I'm sad like anxious like I know like even before like an interview like or before anything like getting ready for a date which I mean I haven't done in years but do you know what I mean like any situation I go back to One Direction like if I'm really sad I'll put This Is Us on like if I'm really happy I'll be playing like uh Where'd Broken Hearts Go and like Come On Come On and everything like that like they just fit into every single part of my life. Like it would be so different without them in it, which is crazy. Seeing as I've never really met them, but yeah, it's changed my life. Just oh. my life, basically, it revolves around these five boys. Have I asked you what your initial reaction was when they said they were taking, no. going on hiatus? As I as I say hiatus, I am hearing yeah. air quotation mark yeah. around the word okay. hiatus. Okay, so. What was your initial reaction? Um, I think it was kind of like I knew it was coming. Like, I think after Zane left, we all knew it wasn't going to be the same again. Um, so I guess I think the fact they said 18 months, but well, this is maybe a whole other conversation. But perhaps I wasn't so anxious because I kind of was like, they're coming back. It's definitely just a break, like nothing to worry about sort of thing and then obviously as time has gone on my opinion on that has changed I was definitely sad because it was literally like been five years of my life and I was like what am I even gonna do like no new album like no no content I was just like in my head when I thought they were taking a break it was gonna be like they were gonna drop off the face of the earth a bit and literally just like spend time with their family and not do anything whereas we still yeah like got more content but then obviously now it's gone into solo stuff more than 1d which i like would rather them have never gone on the break and i know people like that's probably controversial because obviously like they're probably all more like harry especially is more confident and comfortable with what he's doing now than he was in one direction but i think if i had the choice i preferred one direction to like the solo era so I don't know well yeah they just bring me a lot of happiness like together like 
if I had to watch yeah. carpool karaoke, like I would I'd watch One Direction carpool karaoke over Harry. If that sums it up, yeah. I always like to think. I wonder what this. I just think it'd be now. so cool, like going on a break, or and like them coming back now after mm-hmm. all having their solo careers. Would how that would sound now, as well as if they had stayed together for all this time, like what? how their sound would have changed. Would we get still like indie kind of Brit pop vibes mm. that some of their songs get, or would we be going down the kind of more the way that Made in the AM was going down the more like I don't want to say kind Fleetwood of Mac vibes, but it kind of kind of that kind of like soft, yeah, rocky sound. Yeah, I think if they did, I mean, I'm not going to say if they did when they get back together. <laughs> um I think it will be so interesting to see what the sound is like and I think it will be amazing because it will be a combination of everything but I do like I am just a sucker for pop and I just I I would like yeah you know One Direction club nights are a thing like I would definitely prefer to go to a One Direction club night which is like pure pop than I would a Harry Styles club night like I do just I just they're just so catchy they just make me feel so happy that I love the pop sound but I know obviously even towards the end of One Direction they had moved away from that a bit anyway as they grew up which is perfectly understandable but um I think to be honest whatever they do I will like it because it's them and because I know that if they're happy with what they're doing then I will be and also it's not going to be vast it's not going to be like some sort of rock like goth like I think it's still going to be within like my yeah. music taste, so I'm not like concerned I'm going to hate it or anything. Okay, so where else can we find you online if people want to go follow you from all one direction? So you can things? find me on Instagram underscore Charlotte's Web. Um, you can find me on TikTok. Um, not well, you can find me on TikTok actually. I've got quite a lot of One Direction content on there. I actually just changed my username to One Direction Cowgirl. <laughs> when I was drunk the other night I was like I'm just that's what my username is so yeah find me on TikTok at One Direction Cowgirl and um Twitter is underscore Charlotte's Web with a zero for the O which is very annoying but we're that's we're rolling with it it's fine um thank, thank you very you. much for being our first guest well I say our first, my first guest I'm saying oh like there's uh, a team there will of be one people day. here there in my will. bedroom there's not <laughs> And that's it for episode one of That Fangirl Life. A big thank you to Shah for being my first guest. If you have enjoyed um, this podcast, please do give it a review as it really helps other people find this podcast. And don't forget to go follow us on Instagram for more information and also um, some photos of Shah's um, final year project that you can all have a look at. And I will be back next week with another episode. Bye! Thank you.